Hello, welcome to the Thursday, June 30th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and I'm recording from Salt Lake City, Utah. If you're running a Symantec anti-malware product, it's time for you to update. Google published a number of vulnerabilities in Symantec's endpoint protection. This affects a series of different Symantec and Norton antivirus products because it really affects the core engine that's behind a lot of the virus and anti-malware scanning in these products. The problem here is that while signatures are typically updated automatically multiple times a day, the product itself may not be automatically updated. So absolutely make sure that you update your Symantec or Norton problem, make sure you are running the latest version. There are proof of concept exploits already available that Google published as part of the release of the vulnerabilities. Some of these vulnerabilities can lead to remote code execution as system or as the administrator. This is not that uncommon for antivirus products. Google over the last couple of years has revealed a number of vulnerabilities like this in different products. Again, it does affect, for example, unpackers that are included in antivirus engines, but also in some of these cases here with Symantec, some of the heuristic agents, uh, engines that are part of Symantec's antivirus products. So quick summary, patch, patch quickly. And sticking with Google here for another story, Google rolled out a new tool, My Activity. Essentially what it is, is it summarizes everything that Google knows about you, which YouTube videos you watched, uh, which Google search terms you used and the like. And it does now allow you to review these uh, items and also delete them. It does require that you log in to Google. So if you don't have a Google account, then you can't easily review what Google Google has been tracking you about. But then again, if you don't log into Google, they don't really have a user necessarily associated with that data. And we got a new version of Hashcat, Hashcat version 3.0. If you're not familiar with Hashcat, it does allow you to brute force password hashes very quickly. So it's used for offline brute forcing of passwords. The, in the past, there were two distinct products, Hashcat and OCL Hashcat. The second one was used with GPUs, with graphics processors, while the first one used regular CPUs. Now in version 3.0, these two products were combined now into one and also a number of additional hashing algorithms were added to its repertoire. And for everybody here interested in firmware, Dmitry Oletsik did publish a real nice, very detailed analysis of the Lenovo ThinkPad firmware. In particular, he's looking at the system management mode and how to pass, bypass some of the protections that have been put in place in order to prevent unauthorized override of the firmware, like for example, protected ranges. 
One issue, for example, he's looking into is how recovering from various sleep states can be used in order to then apply firmware updates to the system that are not authorized. There have been vulnerabilities in this particular system in the past that were discovered by the same author and he promises in a future install of this particular series to present additional new vulnerabilities in Lenovo ThinkPads firmware. And Jesse Hartz did publish two new vulnerabilities in the Linux kernel. What makes them sort of special is that while they are privilege escalation vulnerabilities, they are actually exploitable from inside a container. So with more and more people relying on containers to isolate software or isolate the system from various components, this is kind of noteworthy. Patches have been submitted to Linux, but as far as I know, there hasn't really been an official new release yet. So pretty much current systems are vulnerable. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.